Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Carl, today I'm very excited about beginning our new series on surviving a bad boss. This is what everyone needs and what everyone deals with. (laughs) And I think everyone will surely relate to our topic today and in the coming weeks. When I'm talking to people about coaching services, more often than thinking of themselves, they say, oh, I know somebody who needs help. (laughs) It's their boss. It's their boss. (laughs) That certainly seems to be a topic that I hear very often about people. My boss is an idiot. I don't like him. I don't like her. She doesn't know what she's doing. But I think uh, more importantly, why I'm excited about our topic is because we're not here to demonize other people and say, you're a boss, you're worthless, you shouldn't be a boss, but to really get to the core of what type of boss we may have and learning how to live with those difficulties and personalities. That's right. Most of the time, people aren't um, supervising the way they do in order to be mean. They, they actually don't see it themselves, the outcomes of their style or the way they treat people. We want to know what we can do, how to work well in different environments. I think it may be important for our listeners for us to distinguish between people who do use their power in the workplace inappropriately and those bosses that it just may may be a matter of working style. That's a great point. We're not going to be talking about bosses who are trying to squeeze every last ounce of effort out of their staff, regardless of their family situation and regardless of their financial situation and resist raises all the time and get all the attention for themselves and point all the blame elsewhere. If you're in that kind of situation, you need to get out of it. It's just no other way to look at it, that whenever the economy starts to pick up even just a little bit, that's the time to start looking. So uh, really, the slumlords of uh, the workplace are, you've got a bigger problem. You've got a bigger problem, yeah. and that's not something you try and stay and help fix. Mm-hmm. They have the power. It's not your job to help fix that. No, we're talking about people whose style is such that it has a negative impact on other people's work environment. We're ta- going to be talking about four styles of leadership that just can drive the most ordinary person completely crazy. We're going to talk about the micromanaging boss, the one who needs to control everything and and double check every sentence that goes out of the office. We're going to talk about the visionary, conceptual boss that just loves his or her ideas and wants them implemented exactly as he or she has dreamed them, regardless of how impossible that is. We're going to talk about the overwhelmed boss, the ones who just seem just a little bit beyond what they are comfortable with, not making decisions and are overthinking things. And then finally, we'll be looking at kind of the people-pleasing, happy super, a little too happy boss, a one who wants everybody to be love their jobs and um, ends up avoiding conflict or calling people on the carpet when they aren't pulling their weight and the problems that that causes. Well, I think it's important too in our, in our series to explain how we want to go about this, that we want to go ahead and acknowledge that those qualities in a boss are frustrating and can create problems and tension in the workplace. But we also want to be able to get in the shoes of the boss and see where they're coming from, just to help us understand. Exactly. Where they're coming from Mm -hmm. and why they function the way they do so that we can operate in that context. And I think operating that context, that's the most important thing. We want to learn how to deal with that personality. But I would like to say we don't want to enable anything that's negative or bad. We don't want to be people that get caught up in a situation that's negative. That's true. We don't need to start a training series on skills to enhance codependency. (laughs) 
No, but on the other hand, there is a definite power differential in work relationships. We're not always in a situation where we can just go talk to our boss. That's the rare bird who you can actually go in and say, you know, when you change every memo I write, it really takes a lot of the professional pleasure out of what I do. That's wonderful if you can do that. And that's the best line. We're going to come up with some ideas for people who don't have that kind of situation and need alternatives for themselves to do their jobs well in the framework of a supervisor who's functioning in a non-helpful way. Well, to our listeners, I hope they'll stay tuned because I, I really do think this is a major issue for people. I think it really can ruin their day to have a, a bad boss day in and day out. Well, it ruins your day. It ruins your job. You hate going to work. Put in all that effort just to have it undermined and sabotaged inadvertently. So what can you do if you're going to stay there and make it work? Now, that can be, even with the most difficult of people, a very empowering experience professionally. And you Mm -hmm. can really feel good about yourself for making your best effort to make these situations work. It can also serve as a great discernment tool of when a particular workplace is no longer appropriate for you. And you need to consider change. But you have done what you can do to make it work. You didn't run away from the situation, but it is not a situation where you're growing professionally or able to move into the responsibilities you want. So you can feel good about just moving on and getting some clarity on what kind of work environment you're looking for as you set out on your next set of interviews. And I feel this just ties in with our overall theme of no excuses. This is another thing where we're looking at ourselves, looking at our surroundings and tackling those. The blame game doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Doesn't work. There's plenty of blame out there and there's plenty of things everybody's doing. But just to be able to identify that and point the finger doesn't help you move forward. Well, I'm thankful for this introduction into our new series and excited for talking about the micromanager because <laughs> I think right. that's one of our favorites, I think. And uh, we'll Everybody's stay tuned. favorite. Yeah, or not. <laughs> Anti-favorite. Well, that's all the time we have today. Be sure to listen to us next week when we'll be talking about the micromanager boss. And you can contact us at www.boldenterprises.com. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a Gold Enterprises production.